0: You seem to be obsessed by this, uh, this kind of, I guess, limitless life in a way, like limit, limitless size, limitless strength, uh, limitless muscle, um, and, and not just having muscle, not just being strong, but, but being in good shape, like that's important to you. Uh, where did this obsession start?
1: Hey, the way you phrased it made me think of it from a different perspective. It's almost like. When that's because I'm
0: me, a I'm a genius, by the way. Just in case <laughs> you were wondering.
1: Yeah, and I bet you're the same way. That if someone tells you you can't do something, then you want to do it even more. You want to prove them wrong. So there's an element of that in what I do, which is, oh, you know, you can't you can't be that muscular and, and without living without eating six meals a day. And and so I like to find the, find the shortcuts. How can I have how can I break the rules in a way that's healthy and still sticks with my values, but can make me superhuman? with uh, a shorter path. So that's what, with the bodybuilding chemistry and all the advanced experiments that I do, it's it's first create the vision. What do you really want to be? You, not what does society want you to be. What do you really want to be? And then how do we actually get there? And forget everything you know and you've been taught because that's all taught you to be mediocre. How do we become superhuman in all the ways we want to become superhuman? And a lot of that is available to us now through advanced chemistry that not a lot of people know about.
0: I think a lot of people are obsessed with thinking about things that they don't want rather than actually really pinning down what they're looking for. So somebody might say, you know what? They might cry. They might say, I'm sick and tired of it. Uh, I'm, I'm done with this shit. I'm done being fat. And tomorrow I'm going to make a change. And I think that when you, when you think about what you don't want, it doesn't give you like a clear vision. And I think some of the problems start to, uh, some of the problems get created kind of by your subconscious mind, which is overpowering, makes up 92% of our brain, 8% of our brain is our conscious mind. So you have your subconscious brain telling you that you can't do certain things, because maybe you have a little bit of the wrong vantage point. What do you think is uh, something in your life that has allowed you to have a vantage point of I can figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out how to be jacked. I'm going to figure out how to be strong. I'm going to figure out how to be in shape uh, and strong while being lean.
1: I guess I'm a, a cynic because I learned at a young age not to believe everything I read, not to believe everything I see. I learned through trial and error, which is both good and bad because... It's a painful process. It's a painful way to learn through trial and error rather than just learning from other people. But it also allows me to open up my mind to possibilities and options that other people discounted. So other people might say, it's not possible to have a bodybuilder's physique without living the bodybuilder lifestyle of the diet and the training. And I say, well, maybe it is. Maybe the chemistry behind our physique is more important than we thought. And maybe if we nail the chemistry perfect, maybe the training and the diet aren't as important. So not that that's the case, but uh, because I go back to the drawing board and I forget everything I know, I can come in with a creative, fresh perspective, which opens me up to more ideas and solutions that other people might have written off.
0: There's a saying that uh, says, uh, be open to anything and attached to nothing. You know, So if you're open to new ideas and new concepts, you give them a shot for a little while and you know, you could try something out for maybe a month, two months, then you're going to kind of know, like, okay, that probably wasn't great. That probably didn't work out so well for me. But don't be attached to any one thing. And I think that's what happens to people is they they want to believe that something it works a specific way. Maybe maybe somebody's excited about the carnivore diet because I've talked about it before because my brother's talked about it. And so they so badly want to attach themselves to this premise uh, that they're giving up maybe uh, what fits into and pieces into uh, their puzzle of their lifestyle and what they're currently doing. And so, uh, I agree a hundred percent, like these things, they have to really kind of, uh, match up. You mentioned, uh, having some, you mentioned trial and error. What have, what are some of the errors that have happened?
1: Oh, wow. Errors. See, I'm such an optimist. I'm so positive that I, I try to forget the errors cause there's been some painful ones. And this
0: is a common theme on this podcast because we have many successful people on this show and uh, we'll get into, you know, how he's been successful in a, in a little bit. But when I ask people like, hey, where, where have been the mistakes? A lot of them will say there really hasn't been. And that's because when when you get ahead in life, you rewrite your story. Your vantage point of of yesteryear is way different. Like there may have been times where you felt like a bum. There may have been times where you felt inadequate. There may have been times you didn't feel smart enough, strong enough, fast enough, lean enough or whatever uh but it's it's now when you look back at it you have created such a strong will that some of that's almost erased mm-hmm. that's the way that's the way I kind of end up looking at it cuz somebody might ask me what are some things that you uh, fell short on I'll be like nothing <laughs> you know but when I really think about it there's there's been many
1: well, there's so there's the experiments that I've done that have gone wrong right like <laughs> I've injected myself with things that in, I ended up really sick uh and then there's also the life choices that I that I made really a lot of really bad decisions. Relationships is one I've really struggled with. That I've, but because I struggled, then I, I had such a better outcome. Like I had to go through that struggle because that's how I learned. On the other hand, I, I think sometimes, what if I could go back in time and tell myself that polygamy was the type of relationship for me at a young age? And so I wouldn't have gotten locked down with some of the terrible relationships that I had. I would have prevented that trauma. But then would I really have appreciated it in the end? I think I had to go through all that pain Mm. and the same thing with the experiments. I had to go through a lot of bad experiments to see what doesn't work in order to find that what does work. And some of it's for myself because then I figure out more about what me and what works for me. And a lot of it's also for the greater for society to pass down this information to my children and the public on podcasts like this of, of what I've learned. So I had to be the one to suffer through the experiments and the trial and error but now I'm to a point where I can share that information to other people, save them the pain, hopefully, and then that's what's rewarding to me.
0: Tony Huge is injecting himself with foreign chemicals for our sins, basically. <laughs> um, so why? Why do you think it is that successful people, uh, a lot, a lot of successful people, thousands and thousands of successful people, you see it all the time. You, you look at uh the headlines of uh some of these uh entertainment shows uh you see like People magazine and you see these divorces and these things happening all the time. Why do you think successful people struggle sometimes with a relationship? I mean everyone struggles whether you 're successful or not successful, but it seems like uh when someone's really successful and really determined towards one thing that maybe it doesn't fall in line with uh it maybe doesn't always fall in line with being with somebody uh forever yeah,
1: so I have a lot of examples of this one was I think it was my brother telling me about how these uh, these super successful guys will hire people to help them find a good relationship because they have developed such, they've put all their time and energy and focus into business, but they've neglected this other part of their life. Mm. So like the relationship part of our life is, is another part that requires nurturing and learning. And if we're so focused on business, we may not be learning the side of the relationship, just like someone could be book smart, but not street smart or vice versa. So, it takes time and learning. And, you know, women, we're men. So, talking about relationships, like learning a woman and learning what a woman really wants and what motivates them and makes them happy and gives us the type of relationship we want is, is a lot of either education through. I highly recommend everybody read books like Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. I don't even remember what it says, but it's ingrained in my subconscious and it changes the way I communicate with them. And I realize. Things like the golden rule. I think the biggest mistake that I was taught when I was young is the golden rule. My mom always used to say, "Treat people how you want to be treated," and it took me so much pain and trial and error to to realize that people want to be treated differently. And then we have the four languages of love. And you know, I personally, someone like a female giving me a gift means not very much to me, but the physical attention and affection means a lot to me. And so, learning what how we interpret love and how we receive love and how we give love. So it's all part of that educational process and successful people, when they're focused on business, they're not oftentimes have the energy and time to focus on things like relationship or their physique or so that's why, Um, you can have someone who's really good at one thing and suck at everything else. And that's, that's totally normal. It just means that they, for, for their, let's say a superstar athlete or successful superstar businessman, they can teach other people about business, but then they need to learn from other people about things like relationships. And it's hard when you're really good at something and you develop an ego about it. It's hard to admit you don't know everything and be vulnerable and open yourself up to learning because- to be in a mental state of learning and open-minded, you have to drop your ego. You have to admit, I don't know everything. I'm here to learn. So when someone's super successful in one part of their life and suck in other parts, they have to, the number one thing they can do is admit that they suck in other parts of their life and overcome that ego, and then they can start learning.
0: Yeah, and imagine like you have a business and uh, you know, you're know you you're at work and somebody shares these reports with you and you, you just found out you did $100 million worth of business and Everyone's pumped, and uh, everyone has these certain feelings, and everyone has this certain. They're kind of putting you up on a pedestal, like you're their leader, you're their boss, and everyone's so everyone's all excited. Then you get home, and the wife's like, "Hey, I need you to help with the dishes and help with the kids." And right, it's like, kind of, how, how does somebody unwind their mind from that uh, gigantic uh, stimulus that they got? Now they got to be, you know, just a dad. Right. And for some people, some people understand, Like, hey, look, you know what? Wait a second. Let me figure this out. Let me make sense of this. Let me sit down for a minute. OK, being a dad is the number one thing that I have, you know, and, and uh, let me kind of put that other stuff in a different compartment. I'll celebrate it, you know, some other time and let me, you know, do the dishes or take out the garbage or whatever it might be.
1: This is why it's really important to have someone that you love and trust that you can receive constructive criticism from. It can also keep your ego in check, right? So like your wife, for example, like you might get a big head about being a, you're a superstar <laughs> powerlifter and an educator and you just keep growing. But then your wife got to remind you sometimes, hey, you're still Mark Bell. You're still the guy I fell in love with. You're still that same person. Don't let the ego get to you so much. And then that way you can come back to a place of, of learning and humility and, and being humble with with your family
0: she has a different way of saying it actually the other day I was posing and uh I'm posing in front of the mirror and I was like because uh, I've I've been a little bit more strict with my diet recently and I'm getting ready to do this uh of thing meet uh this Saturday coming up I want to bench uh 500 pounds at 220 and uh I was like, Hey babe, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting like really lean. I'm like, I think I'm like almost as lean as I was at the bodybuilding show. I'm like, and I'm kind of like joking around and I'm like flexing and stuff. I'm like, and she's like, Oh, whatever. And, uh, I'm like flexing my quads. I'm like, there's some striations coming through. I was like, you gotta, (laughs) I was like, you gotta check this out. This is important. I'm like, I got striations in my triceps. And, uh, she was just like, would you just stop and just get ready? And then she just walked past me and I was thinking, uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, I get slammed on Instagram all the time, you know, just because, you know, everyone's going to have some haters here and there. But I was thinking, man, if they only knew how hard and how bad my wife kicks my ass with her comments, they they, they would pale in comparison to anything anyone's ever said to me on on the Internet.
1: Oh, I, I feel I feel the exact same <laughs> thing with with uh, haters, and then versus like baby mama or, or stress yeah. versus like home stress. It's like you guys think you get stress me out. You got nothing on baby mama. <laughs> That's right. Baby mama's learned how to how to manipulate my emotions and say like deliver the stiletto, deliver the sti- the the secret weapon against right. my emotions. There's nothing anybody else out there that can say they can <laughs> compare.